Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 74th episode of ABC Islam and our 38th episode of our new series Islamically Independent. We are two Muslim sisters talking about the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic and that is all about France versus Islam. Now if you've been watching the news currently then you may actually know that there is something going on about France which is related to Islam and there are actually three different pieces of news that are actually um, combined with each other and for some of you guys it might be quite confusing so we wanted to break it down and we wanted to answer the four questions sorry five questions today the first question we're going to be answering is what's currently happening in the world. Secondly, we're going to be talking about our first impressions on the issue. Thirdly, we're going to be talking about what Islam says about terrorism. Fourthly, we're going to be talking about how we should react to this news. And uh, number five is how to protect ourselves as Muslims right now. So inshallah, this podcast episode will be beneficial for you. Um, but over here, I'm a Muslim sister. So how are you today? And what do you think of this podcast? Alhamdulillah, I'm amazing and I cannot wait to start and see how it goes. Alhamdulillah, I'm pretty good too. And I think that this is definitely a very important topic um, because as I said, I feel like a lot of um, young people who might not watch all of the news or some people who are Muslims, they might be just confused about this. So hopefully, inshallah, we will actually uncover all of the um things that people are confused about but obviously if you'd like to know more about us please check out our trailer or alternatively the description box below so without any further ado i'm going to go on straight to the first question to my sister and that is what's currently happening in the world especially in terms of france so this is very important to start off with because we have watched quite a lot of videos um together and we the ones that we watched are on youtube from smile to jannah if you know him then please give a shout out and go and support him because he's amazing and from his videos that i've watched i think it were about three the first thing that i found out is about the anti-separatism bill which is coming in france 2021 and it basically has some bizarre clauses and rules that it might be coming up for example there's a restriction on homeschooling women have to handshake men's hands whenever they handshake and stuff and i found that very ridiculous I, I don't know how that can be a clause on its own in a bill in a national bill and the second thing that i found out was about macron's obviously comment on islam how islam is the crisis and i found that very um I found that very hypocritical in a way and in a way I felt like it was so forced um, to create like a kind of a controversial thing in media because I feel like there was no good reason for him to really say that but he just wanted to say it anyway. And I feel like number three is obviously the outrage that happened about the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him's cartoons and how Macron did not condemn them, which means that he did not apologize for the fact that these cartoons were again published in 2020. I think the last time it was released was in 2015 or something. And that was that caused obviously a big outrage. But the fact that Macron has not really condemned them shows that, that his freedom of speech belief is quite it's quite grey like you don't know like he thinks that some things that he thinks is correct is fine but whatever somebody else might say the same thing is incorrect so it doesn't really make sense and we're going to be exploring that very much so in this podcast episode but I would like to ask my sister what were our first impression on when we heard about this news and what was going on in the past few weeks in the media and in the Islamic world in France? So first of all, I'd like to give uh, one of the first impressions that I think everyone thinks about whenever there is any uh, sort of attack on Islam or, um, you know, any 
irrelevant comment about Islam and the first thing is that a lot of people think that whenever there is a terrorist attack it always links back to Islam however if there is someone who is non-Muslim and they did the terrorist attack then usually the news headlines will not state the religion or identity of the terrorist so for example you might see that in London for example sometimes there were terrorist attacks and it was for example a white British man who was maybe non-Muslim and whenever um they would actually do the attack they would never like say explicitly explicitly that he's a christian only very few news would say it or no news at all would mention it so it really is very biased because now we've always linked this word terrorism to islam and we can't really blame those individuals who really do believe and in, in the news to actually say that ter- like all muslims are terrorists we can't really blame them because the media keeps showing only the muslims who are doing the terrorist attacks so everyone is correlated terrorism with islam which is completely false and the second um impression i feel like a lot of muslims have had or sorry uh, a lot of people have had in general is that beheading is not good um because obviously we understand that um, we need to understand that obviously in this podcast we are talking about what did Macron really say but we also understand that as my sister said there was this news about the Prophet Muhammad peace upon him's caricature or the cartoon that was created and uh, there was a teacher who created that cartoon and the student um, unfortunately beheaded him which is definitely not what it says in the Quran so if you think that by making this podcast we're supporting that student we're definitely not not because it does not say that in the Quran that you should just kill someone and in fact Islam is all about making mistakes and the repenting so obviously the teacher made a mistake and obviously they're non-Muslim as well so it was absolutely wrong of the student to do that and you know again as we've said we don't support that act and the third impression that I wanted to mention is how hypocrisy is everywhere because as Mr. said um Obviously, Macron is making this anti-separatism bill where women have to shake their hands and everyone should have freedom of speech. However, when it comes to, for example, um, certain topics, for example, if a Muslim says that LGBT is haram, then obviously Macron would say that, oh, um, that that's not very nice because everyone has freedom of speech. But if a Muslim does not want to shake someone's hand, then that is considered a, a illegal and it's considered a crime. So how is that freedom of speech? Surely freedom of speech should be something that everyone is able to do comfortably and it should not really be restricted so it really does question what freedom of speech is really defined as and we really do ask ourselves what does Macron mean because he's been quite unclear about it definitely and of course we're gonna go and on and on about macron and what he believes are what his beliefs are and stuff but obviously this podcast is all about islam and we have to bring in some kind of research on what we found about what the quran says or what the um hadiths have to say about this topic so what does islam say about terrorism in general and what are some of the information that you found on the um on the on your time (laughs) Yes, definitely. So first of all, I actually wanted to talk about um, this Quranic verse. And I believe it's from chapter 49, verse 13. And I quote, O mankind, lo, we have created you male and female and have made you nations and tribes that you may know one another. Lo, the most, the most best of you, the noblest of you in the sight of Allah is the best conduct, end quote. So obviously we really should understand from this um, Quranic verse that we have all been created different and obviously the reason why Allah has created us all differently and bearing in mind that the only two 
creations that Allah has made that has free will is humans and jinns. So he made everything else not have free will. And if you can see, most of the animals very, look very similar to each other, whilst it's only humans that don't look very similar to each other. And they all have different values. So Allah has created us differently so that we can actually respect and understand each other's values and not attack each other. And obviously, there are many verses in the Quran which shows that Allah obviously um, does not support racism. And we don't support, um, you know, like we do support um, somewhat freedom of speech, but also being obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I feel like this like Quranic verse just summarizes what we need to do, which is that we should not be attacking others and all the Muslims who um, do terroristic acts, they should they really be calling themselves Muslim is the question because in Islam it never says anything like that that you should be doing terrorism and in fact we should be learning from each other like this Quranic verse suggests definitely and this relates to the Quranic verse that I have found which is mentioned in chapter 2 verse number 256 and I quote there shall be no compulsion in religion end quote so I feel like you know how people have different views and opinions and stuff and everybody has the right to choose whatever religion they want to follow so I feel like it doesn't really make sense for us to or for for example even the Fr the French people to impose on on us their values and what they think is correct and stuff so they might be thinking that oh yeah by telling you not to wear the hijab niqab and we're freeing you and stuff like in a way they might be thinking yeah we're giving getting you out of the oppression like but for us we believe that hijab niqab and burkini all these kind of things are important and this is our way of expressing ourselves but obviously we have different opinions and stuff so i think that they should really be reading the quran and seeing like there should be no compulsion in religion i feel like um and in that way i feel like there will be more harmony in france as well because i think this is one of those very few countries that does not really allow you to express yourself very nicely and i and i think that that is very suffocating i cannot imagine how muslim women actually feel in that country honestly and we're very lucky in the uk there's no such a law right like that at the moment and i hope there is none ever but the second one that i found is mentioned in almeida and chap um, chapter almeida uh, verse number 32 and i quote whoever takes a life it will be as if they kill all of humanity and i think the end quote and i think that that is a quote that is well known by everyone except the people who hate you know islam and muslims in general and i feel like there has to be a distinction between muslims and islam so people think that muslims are supposed to be perfect and you know they're not supposed to commit any acts of um haram or you know there are some kind of angels and they have to follow everything by the book but the thing is we are all humans at the end of the day and we all make mistakes and and thinking that a Muslim and Islam is the same thing, that is completely incorrect. It's like saying Christians and Christianity are the same thing. Like, for example, Christians that go clubbing and partying. Is that really Christianity? I don't really think so. And that's like just basically blurring these lines. Like, you have to know that those people who kill human beings and stuff they're they're basically not representing our religion and that is the basically the main point and i think that people like macron should be really researching and not really blabbing out all these kind of things in the media that do not really make sense and only the only thing it does is just outrages people and triggers people and i think that as a politician who was very educated quote unquote he should be really saying things in a in a in a clear manner and things that will not trigger others in general but and yeah definitely so those are basically three um verses that we want to share 
And now we're going to be going on to the next question of this podcast. And that is the fourth question. And that is, um, how should Muslims actually be reacting to this news? Because obviously, as we've said, we talked about some of the first impressions. We talked about the actual news. We talked about, you know, how you know, what does Islam really say about this? But now we should really be asking, how should we really be reacting to this news? Is it really any of our concerns? Or should we fully ignore it? Or, you know, how should we really be reacting to it? I think this this news was overall very unexpected. I did not really expect France to really make these remarks about Islam and Muslims in general, and that was something out of my, um, out of my mind because there was so much COVID nineteen news going on in the past few months. So I didn't really expect Macron and these kind of people to really make this a big thing. But in general, I feel like um, as a Muslim myself, I would feel I would feel very shocked and very. I was disappointed in a way because I did not really want to end the year with this kind of, you know, news and stuff about Muslims and Islam and everything like that. But um, I feel like as Muslims or any kind of people in general, what we do is we watch the news and then we are very quick to react on on those things. For example, I've watched some kind of videos in the past few days as well where um, some people in the Muslim countries, of course, are taking action in a good way and some of them in a bad way as well. For example, I think in Turkey, they're trying to remove all of the... Um, they're not selling anymore any French products and stuff. And I think that's a really good act. I feel like that's a really good way to boycott them in general because they have made some nonsense sensical remarks and stuff but another way that i've seen also is some of the asian countries that are mostly populated um, muslim populated countries what they're all they're doing is just protesting and i think that is a really good way as well but if it involves you getting everyone together in one place and just marching and just shouting out How's that really going to make the French people um, affected in any any way? So it's just affecting you because right now COVID-19 is going on as well. And bringing up hundreds and hundreds of people in one go, in one place, is not really a good idea. And I think that the Turkey, the country, um, I think they're doing a really good job of removing all of those French products like L'Oreal or something. So that was really good to see. And I feel like as Muslims and as someone who does not watch the news that frequently, um, I feel like um, people should not be watching the news quite often but I'm aware that some people don't watch it at all and that is really bad as well at the same time but some people what they do is just spend hours and hours on the news and seeing every single thing that is going on in the world and I think that can bring a lot of negativity because news is mostly not going to be about something good it's always going to be something bad for example um, in the UK um, for example the people that I know they love watching the news especially when it comes to COVID-19 things like they want to see how many cases are going on how many people are have passed away and stuff so that is fine i feel like for like few minutes you just watch it but if it's become something that is causing you anxiety for you to go out for example or it's not making you socialize as as much as you want or you know you're, you're being afraid to go out literally that's not really good that's what i'm trying to say but the third thing that i would say is that know who you're watching and i would highly recommend if you want to get good news and um non-biased and basically unbiased news in general about these things especially about islam france and what is going on i would highly recommend watching youtube channels that have a really good content for example smile to jannah ali dawa mohammed hijab all these people have um good knowledge but at the same time they make good short videos so if you're somebody who is extremely busy like myself or somebody who has a lot to do and stuff in a day i would highly recommend watching them because they will give you a 
unbiased information. They're never sugarcoating anything. So that is very important, unlike the BBC News and stuff. So I would like to ask my sister now is, how should we protect ourselves as Muslims? Because we have covered so much in this podcast episode. So what would you recommend yourself, myself, and anybody who's maybe listening to this, how to protect themselves in this time? Yes, definitely. It's not really only France um, things going on right now um, in the world. We obviously have heard a few days ago about the Austrian attacks. So that is also may, might be related to Islam. And there is also um, so many other things going on about Islam. There is also like, obviously, there's the US elections going on. And, you know, some people might not support one of the candidates because of the remarks about Islam in the past. So Islam is literally everywhere in the news. And I wanted to really talk about how should we be protecting ourselves? Should we be afraid or should we be um, protesting like India or should we not be using French products? So the first thing that I would say in order to protect ourselves and to really make ourselves aware of the situation is to not go out too late. Now, you guys might think, oh, but that's not giving us the freedom to do what we want. And surely we should be doing what we want like they are doing what they want. Um. However, in order to protect ourselves, we obviously know that right now it's not really a good situation to be going out. And honestly, we have the power of, number one, Allah. Allah is watching everything that we're doing. And obviously, we have to keep our faith in Him. And number two, we obviously have the power of technology. So we can raise awareness through social media. But when I say through social media, it doesn't mean that it becomes something like Black Lives Matter, where it was literally for temporary reasons. I'm not going to lie. Yes, there was a lot of awareness about it but now really no one that much talks about it anymore and I feel like it just became a social media trend that everyone's putting like Blackout Tuesday no one does that anymore so um, I feel like it just became a trend and we don't want this to become a trend because Islamophobia has gone on for so long just like Black Lives Matter um, but it just never gets solved none of it gets solved so we need to make sure that we use social media and obviously protect yourself by not going out too late not getting yourself in really big protests and increasing your risk of getting in COVID-19 but instead staying at home and doing something on social media and also gaining knowledge and spreading good non-biased knowledge instead of knowledge that just comes from BBC News or you know from very biased people. Um, the, my second thing in order to protect ourselves as Muslims is to try to make sure you have someone with you always. Now, obviously, I understand this may not always be possible. For example, if you are living in the UK and you go to school like me, then obviously you might not have someone with you all the time. But what I would say is that Allah is always with you, If even if you don't have anyone else. So just make sure you say your duas before leaving the house. For example, say Ayatul Kursi. Um, say, if you can, say... Um, um, there is also like other duas to protect yourself from shaitan and you can also say the dua for leaving the house and all of these duas will really protect you and Allah is always watching you but if possible try to go out with someone and obviously don't break the rules of your government if they say not over six people don't go with like six people um, so yeah just make sure you're following the government guidelines and again this will help to protect you because no one like if there's a lot of people with you you're more protected and you're not going somewhere by yourself which might be more um less safer and the last tip that i would give in order to protect yourself as muslims is to try to stay at home and this is obviously common sense um because that right now there's covid19 going on for example in the uk there is a lockdown going on right now so you probably have to stay at home anyways but especially because of these news we should try to not be in populated areas um because obviously we know what the risk is of staying in populated areas 
And as I've said, keep gaining knowledge, but don't indulge yourself in this negativity. That's what we're trying to say. So Alhamdulillah, we have come to the end of our wonderful episode today. We really hope that inshallah, you've learned something new. Also, if you did not know, we upload every Monday on our Islamically Independent series here on ABC Islam. If you're excited, please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on. Make sure to check out the description box below for some free gifts. We can contact us on abcislam100 at gmail.com and we can follow the Instagram account at Ambassadors of Islam. Jazakallah khair for listening. May Allah bless us all and we will inshallah see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.